The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Think about growing up with your parents. Uh, Think about how they treated you and see if this sounds familiar. Or maybe it sounds familiar with your own kids. Jason, get right in here and take out the trash. Mom is very upset with you. And then you're going to help me clean the basement. You hear, buddy? And no lip from you. Gina, stop right there. Where do you think you're going? Your room is a disgusting pigsty. You're too lazy to even put your clothes in a hamper. And it wouldn't hurt you to make your bed and take some pride in yourself. And you left the TV room a mess, too. Don't think you're sneaking out of here today. Mom wants help with the dishes. I'm sick and tired of having to fight with you all the time. You are such a spoiled brat. Don't even think of getting together with friends today, you hear? Now let's pause. If you were Jason or Gina, what are you saying under your breath? I hate Dad. He's so mean. He's always lecturing me. I don't care if I ever help out. I hate living at home. I can't wait to be on my own. And if Jason and Gina had a moment to reflect deeper, they may identify the problem more clearly. I wish my dad were nicer. Then I'd want to help. But he insults me. He belittles me. He orders me about. He gives lectures. He's sarcastic. He calls me names. I don't feel he really knows me. I don't feel he cares about me. I feel invisible around him. Now this leads to a question by an after-hours caller. One frustrated parent, a stepdad in this case, is trying to get his stepkids to help out around the house, and they absolutely refuse to cooperate. How can he encourage them to uphold their responsibilities without psychologically bruising them and himself in the process? Hi, this is Jeff. Uh, my question is, I have uh, three stepchildren that... I'm having problems with uh, her. Mo- the mother and I are having problems with, you know, getting the, getting them to do their chores. They they claim they turn around and mess things up again. You know, we're at our wit's ends. We need some kind of help, and I wonder if you could help us. Okay, I wish you had given me some details, Jeff. But first of all, when you say that you're a stepdad, that brings a whole new layer into the the equation. Do the kids, you have three different kids now, do these kids value you as a stepdad or are there a lot of loose ends, things that haven't been said? Maybe they resent you, they love their dad. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe you came into their lives at a very young age and they accepted you as a dad, but you're seeing yourself as a stepdad. What is their relationship with their real dad? Uh, There are a lot of unexpressed feelings that they have or hurts that have not come out in the open that they need to express and instead get played out in rebellion. They're just not going to do their chores. If that's the case, you can use all the assertiveness skills in the world and it won't help because you're not addressing the main issue, the main reason for why they're not doing their chores. So I would look at step family issues and give them an opportunity to talk. Say, you know, I know we get frustrated with one another and my guess is that there may be some things that have gone unsaid that are hurting you that you may want an opportunity to talk about. And I might not do this as a group. I mean, if you wanted to go into family therapy, you could certainly do that. But if you wanted to do it individually, you could just take one child aside at a time, spend a little good time with that child, and then say, hey, 
Is there anything that you wish you could tell me but you feel uncomfortable telling me? Then you've got to be prepared as the stepdad not to then turn on them and betray their trust. For example, if they said, Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. Then you've got to be prepared as the stepdad not to then turn on them and betray their trust. For example, if they said, well, I, I wish you and mom never got married. I can't. You know, I I miss dad. I'm so sad about that. And if you say, after all I've done for you, how could you feel that way? You know, if you turn on them that way, rather than saying, I know it must have been a hard transition for you, and I understand that, and I can understand that you have mixed feelings towards me, and I wish that weren't the case, and I wish there's, I hope there's something we can do about it. That would be a much better response. Now, let's assume that it's just regular kids' problems that you're having. There are two different ways that we motivate one another, whether we're dealing with kids, whether you've got a spouse, a husband, or a wife that you're trying to get to do some chores around the house or to help you out, or whether it's in a work situation. We either motivate by duty, fear, and guilt. You better do this or else. This is your duty. This is your responsibility. Or if you don't do this, I'm telling your dad, or guilt. After all I do for you, Now, none of us likes to be motivated by duty, fear, or guilt. The alternative is to be motivated by self-interest, by an appeal to a person's values. So if you're looking to motivate the kids, if they help out well around the house, if you say, hey, you want to help me cut some wood out in the backyard, honey? Um, Or do you, you know, I'd love some help. I'm feeling really stressed right now. I know we have company coming today. I would love your help with the dishes. And I know you've got a lot that you would love to do. And the kids will come in and they feel like they're really assisting you and they're being a good friend. So we can come back and talk a little bit more about this. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. It is impossible to fake one's own character indefinitely. The longer you know someone, the more likely you'll be able to see that person's real, whole self. Negative assessments often require less analysis than positive ones. Rejection upon first meeting is totally warranted if the other person reveals qualities that you clearly see as antithetical to your own. Consider a first date who is vulgar, mindless, and rude and expresses ideas that are deeply offensive to you. In such an instance, you do not need to waste your time looking for deeper layers. Some people like the idea of trying to save seemingly hopeless cases, but we strongly advise against doing this. You cannot make another person over in your own image or to your specifications. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com. 